This is Little Sparkle, welcome everyone. We all are teachers, we know it's hard to educate our kids and make them face. All right, and welcome back to Little Sparkle. I am your host, Julie Walker, and today I have somebody who is not a guest any longer. <laughs> Welcome back, Christine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I guess everybody probably wants to know, um, what does she mean not a guest anymore? And I don't mean not a guest because you've been on so often, but you you <laughs> have been on often. Um, I mean not a guest because... I'm a new co-host. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yes. I could not think of anybody more brilliant to be my co-host. Aww. So welcome to the Little Sparkle crew. And, um, you know, everybody welcome her. I know you guys love to hear when her and I have conversations. And I know it sounds like we haven't talked in forever. Um, but her and I were just talking just like 10 seconds ago. So <laughs> this is just, we are, we're good at talking. We are good at talking and we don't even, we don't even talk about what we're going to talk about on the show. We just talk about other stuff. So. We literally talk about everything. Right. I don't, I don't have anybody else in my life that knows everything like you do. <laughs> I know like everything, but it's, it's good funny. to have that type of person too. Right. True. But it's funny cause I saw a meme the other day and um, I know this has nothing to do with education. We'll get into that soon guys. <laughs> but I, I saw a meme the other day that was like, 10 seconds after you told me not to tell anybody and it was this person running to their best friend and I was like accurate <laughs> yes yes because it's like don't tell anybody okay I won't yeah you mean okay. I don't tell anybody but my bestie <laughs> right exactly yeah so anyways this is we are actually in season four I can't believe that I know so I started in February 2023 which is not that long ago but you know when you do seasons of like six weeks at a time we've actually made it to so like you know we had winter we had spring then we had summer and now we're in fall so we're in season four I can't believe that that's amazing yeah and um the theme for this season and I don't I honestly have not thought about how long I want this season to go this time um, but the theme for this season is what I wish you knew. And I don't even think I explained to you what my thought process was for that. Right. No, you just told me the theme and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably like, um, what is she getting at? So, um, for those of you that don't know, because I don't know where you were, but, um, maybe you missed one of the last episodes over the summer. I have been, what is that, lateral, not laterally, um, I, I've been promoted, I guess is the way you can say it, even though I make the same amount of money, yeah. um, to reading coach. Amazing. And, She's great. Awesome. By the way. <laughs> you have to say that because you're my best friend. Well, you are. You're, you're awesome. Well, thank you. I, sometimes I need to hear those things. Um, but in that promotion, it's really funny because, oh, do you hear my watch telling me to go to bed? <laughs> and you're yawning. So I'm, 
<laughs> it's, it's hard getting older. Um, we'll talk about that next. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I got the promotion and, um, even though, like I said, it's a promotion when it comes to job, but it's also same amount of money and so much work. Um, and I know for a fact, because I've heard it, I've, I've, I, I will admit I have said it. What do they do? And I now realize that um, the grass is not always greener on the other side and that there is so much going on behind the scenes that not a lot of people know. Um, and so I'm not trying to make this about myself, but I realized through the process that um, people probably say the same thing about kindergarten teachers, mm-hmm. uh, librarians, tech people, uh, middle school teachers, um, you know, custodians. I, I know for a fact I have heard people talk about every single one of those positions mm-hmm. um, from the Joe Schmo on the street that's like, oh, you're a teacher, you play with kids all day. Right. Um, exactly. Yes. And so I really wanted us to like dive deeper into these different roles that people play and like what what their job is and what their role is. And um it's funny because like as people progress up, I feel like their job gets more stressful, but it becomes more about delegation. Mm-hmm. Um and But, you know, when you're a classroom teacher, like, you're kind of in charge of, like, everything in that little domain of yours. So, yeah. And we saw it all the time, even when we were paras. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, what do they do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and before I was a para, I was even a tutor. So, I feel like I've, like, I, I started from way down here. And I've worked my way up, you know. And... Um, I, I remember people, <laughs> I've probably been at the school like six months tutoring kids in this little, I mean, we were in a shack of a room. Um, and I came, I, I went out to their like luncheon that they had that day and they were like, who are you? And I'm like, right. I'm the tutor that's down the hall in the room. And they were like, oh, we didn't know you existed. Yes. And see, to me, that's like such a sad thing because it's like, oh, well, yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, okay. So shout out to Polk AmeriCorps Reads. Um, They're the ones I started with as a tutor. And it's really cool because um, they pay for you to go into the schools and you like pick up kids and you work with them for about 30 minutes at a time, um, starting from kindergarten up. It's a really good resource if you're able as a school to apply for them to come out. Um but yeah, so when I say I started as a tutor, like I, it was a whole program that went through the school and we had our own little classroom um, and they paid for our supplies and they they trained us. And um, but I made like pennies, but I made money to go to school. And that was my whole point in that job. So, That's I mean, awesome. yeah, I got like um, I think it was like two thousand per year. To go towards my college tuition. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it wasn't anything to like scoff at. It also was not a huge paycheck, though. It was like six to seven thousand, I wish, six to seven hundred <laughs> a month, which, you know, back <laughs> then. <laughs> right, yeah. Listen, I would have stayed if it was that much. 
because it was also so stress-free. Like we didn't have walkthroughs. We didn't have people breathing down our neck. It was literally like, here's your little sheet. You go pull the kids, bring them in here, tutor them for 30 minutes, take them back, take 10 minutes to write down what you guys worked on and then go pull the next kid. So honestly, it was like, it was, it was a breeze. Yeah. That's awesome. But nobody knew we were there except for the teachers we worked with. So. Right. <laughs> and I know, okay, so like you and I, we've probably even heard people say like, oh, you're a teacher. It must be fun. <laughs> get the summers off. Oh, yeah. You you get great medical. You get the summers. You get every holiday off. Um, Yeah. And we deserve it. <laughs> 110% deserve it. But I don't think people even understand how, why we deserve it. Like, right. So, okay. Go through a typical day in kindergarten for me, please. <laughs> so I like to describe kindergarten, especially the first nine weeks. It's like herding cattle. So they're like everywhere. Feral cats. <laughs> Yes. They're and everywhere. I can say that because I'm a mom of a kindergartner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine having 19 other ones and there are 20 in one classroom. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. thank you. But a typical day would normally be, how should I put this? Um, it's not the same every day. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what the kids are going to tell you. P.S. If you don't want your kid's kindergarten teacher knowing everything, you might, you know, not want to tell your kids certain things because they come to school saying, you know, random stuff. Because they will tell us in the most weirdest times during a math lesson. Oh, Mrs. Parker, my mom. Okay, baby. No, no, don't tell me because I'm sure your mom does not want me to know. <sighs> so, I but, had a sixth grader do that one time. Yes, and they and they pick uh, the weirdest the weirdest times. The, yeah, the weirdest times, the most <laughs> times too. Especially if you're getting a walkthrough or something. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and of course, rough. they have a hard time sitting down. I'm. I know you were in my room today, actually, with my kids. You know, with scissors. Like, hello. We know. Listen, you are a brave woman. Okay. <laughs> the amount of scissors and what they were doing with those scissors, I was like cringing. That's why. That's why they don't keep scissors either t- <laughs> with them. They keep it in the container. Put it in the container because you're not keeping it. You never know what they're gonna cut. And some of them, I was like, oh, you poor baby, you cannot cut a straight line. No. And, like, they cut into little bitty pieces. And I keep telling them, no, your thumb goes up towards the ceiling, the sky, guys. And they just, no. Um, Is it hard to teach them to cut when you're left-handed? Yes. Ooh, I it is. Because, um... Of course, they're not holding the scissors correctly. And it's like you're trying to teach them, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Let me come around. <laughs> and then I got to think, like, okay, wait a minute. You're right-handed, not left-handed. So let's, let's try oh this Oh, my again. gosh. Yeah. Math. Same thing with, like, anything. Because I'm, 
left-handed. So trying to teach him how to hold a pencil. And it's like, okay, wait, no, 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 no. Have you ever noticed kids like watching you and going for the left hand? Yes. And actually it's like, you just look at them and it's like, um, you're not left-handed. You're right-handed. So you can tell. <laughs> yes. You can okay. just by the, just by the way that they pick it up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, no, baby, you're right-handed. I can tell. <laughs> Cause like me, I pick it up. It's like, that's not natural. So. Right. Okay. So anyways, sorry, I interrupted your story. No, you started good. with scissors today and I glutton for punishment. So Oh yeah, no. Just it's just chaotic. You never know what you're gonna get in kindergarten. Yeah. Every um, day is different. Yeah, so there is no real typical day then, right? No, every day is not the same. At least that's what's fun about kindergarten. You never know what you're gonna get. So I I don't know if I told you this story, but I have a poop story with your class. Oh, my God. What's so, my class? That doesn't surprise me. I have had the amazing time of being able to go into <laughs> Christine's class. And um, I'm trying to support them however best I can. And it seemed like, okay, let me do some push-in because – me planning a kindergarten lesson may not be the most effective thing, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, I can watch the kids. So I went in and I was able to successfully do this one time. That tells you a lot about my job, but um, I was reading a story. (laughs) Um, I think it was like Mark Munches. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm I'm reading the story and I was like Mark munches and there was like a banana and I said what is he munching and they were like bananas I was like okay cool and then I went to the next page and I was like Mark munches and it showed another page of food and I said what is he munching on now and oh my god poop. <laughs> See what I mean? You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted to ignore it, right? Like, I'm just going to ignore this. No, they let it be known. Trust me. Oh, yeah. No, there was, I think there was a little girl in the front. Um, She kind of, she, she's a little bossy, but I like yeah. it. She's a little feisty. <laughs> I'm like, I see myself in you. And she goes, did you hear what he said? <laughs> I was like, yeah, and we really shouldn't eat poop. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's my life. See, my life. You never know what you're going to get. Any story, they just, like, (laughs) just pop off with the most random stuff. You never know. It it was pretty hilarious. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. And I, I think the worst part was, like, okay, like, yeah, we probably shouldn't eat poop. And I wanted to, like, move on. And they were all like, poop. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then okay, we guys, talked let's... about that for like 20 minutes. And it's like, Hello? yeah, Yeah. Everything was poop in the book then. Yeah. And I was like, well, you missed the point, but okay. <laughs> Welcome to kindergarten. <laughs> and I was like, how are you supposed to teach comprehension when they're looking at the book thinking that everybody is eating poop? So. I know. Could you imagine, though, like, if, like, I was getting a walkthrough or you... <laughs> Oh. What are you reading? Oh, about poop. 
<laughs> I think <laughs> I would hope at that point that the walkthrough turns into like, well, she handled that well. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Let me look at these focus boards one more time instead of looking at the kids. Right. I can't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't had a chance to tell you that story. That was fun. That is, That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> I just hope that they learn that poop is not something to talk about constantly. <laughs> right. Oh, man. But, okay, so. Now that everybody knows that kindergartners talk about poop and literally everything else that they probably shouldn't talk about. Um, I think the most surprising thing for me that I realized that I didn't know when I was in my own classroom, but like now I see it because I see your room and I, I, you know, I'm in and out is just the like the impulse control that never occurs. Mm -hmm. Like if a kid thinks it, they do it. Yeah. And there's one of you and 20 of them, and I cannot even imagine. Like, you have to be on. You have to be watching every single little move the entire time you're in there. Right. Yeah. And that has got to be exhausting. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because I never sit. Like, if you see me sit, like, (laughs) you know, I'm tired. But, like, I'm constantly going in between the tables looking at them because their little fingers get everything. It's like, oh. And then I just give them that look and, you know they'll put it down because they already know like hello you've got the mom look down pat (laughs) like I mean we all we're like somebody's in trouble (laughs) right and they know they don't even have to be like what they just put it down like okay yeah she's serious yeah yeah I mean I like the way you have them set up though because like you you can't like they have their own space so you really can see what they're doing you know But, yeah, I just, oh, my gosh. At least, like, in the higher grades, and I don't think people really know this too much, but in the higher grades, we do whole group maybe 10 to 20 minutes of each class. And that's, that's like, third, fourth, fifth, right? Mm-hmm. And then we work primarily in small groups because we can trust the kids to go read something. Like, we're watching them, but we're not having to, like, circulate the whole room the whole time, Right. Right. Um, you guys don't get that break, like ever. Mm-mm. Even if you were doing small groups, I would imagine you're still having to like take a break and go check, or like really just be on top of them. Right. That's kind of why I moved my table the way this is because I can see them like, uh. but yeah, yeah, because you never know, and it's like, oh well, I think that they can do this independently, and then you look over and they're doing something totally different. <laughs> It's like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I I mean, like today with the scissors, um, you were trying to help a kid out. And then the other teacher was walking around, because um, you have some supports in there, walking <laughs> around collecting uh, the little tiny pieces of paper they had cut. And this kid gets up and starts dancing around holding his scissors. And I freaked. I was like, don't run around the room with your scissors. And I was like, I'm supposed to be quiet, but I can't help myself. (laughs) Oh, my Lanta. Just insanity. Yes. Yes. That's why, like I said, (laughs) never know what you're going to get. And I know, actually, I think I'm the only teacher that collects scissors. Really? Yeah. I just, everybody else. Everybody else just wants to keep it. I'm like, nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, and I do know you have to, like, 
you have to ease up. You got to let them become independent. But like, these kids are not thinking through anything at this point. No. I no. feel like it's a little early to like independence. Right. You don't start seeing that change normally until after Christmas. Really? Mm-hmm. What about, okay, here's another one I don't think anybody knows about. You had four-year-olds starting the school year. Yes. I had a couple. And, they, and I mean, I'm sure by now they've all turned five, right? Yeah, the cutoff was September, or yeah, September 1st. Yeah, but we start school the beginning of August. Mm-hmm. So you had a couple four-year-olds in your room when the I school didn't. year started, which is, I mean, you got to think developmentally, that is so different than a kid that's been five for six months. Right. Yep. Because actually I had um, two that have also turned six. Wow. So, and then, you know, then those other two just turned five. So it's like you're a whole year behind and you can tell, you know, you can tell that they're young yeah and I I feel like maybe it's just me maybe I'm just I don't know but I feel like if you are not four or not five by the time the school year starts that should be your cutoff because there really is a huge difference mm-hmm. developmentally just in that couple months range right oh, like yeah. I, remember, I remember seeing a huge difference in Xander not long after he turned five yeah so yeah that's insane and crazy Is there anything else that maybe people don't realize or know about kindergarten? So kindergarten, your mommy, your daddy, (laughs) your nurse. Oh, yeah. The poop stories may (laughs) explain that a little bit. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. You're like everybody. Mommy, daddy. I don't ever hear Mrs. Parker much. It's always teacher. Mm-hmm. Even though we go over a thousand times with my name, Mrs. Barker, and then like two seconds later, teacher. Mm, let's try that again. <laughs> you have to go over things like a thousand times with them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they're gonna remember. No, and I, I mean, yeah, it, it, which is so funny to me because we're trying to get them to memorize like sight words and letters and sounds, and they're poor little brains. And I have mastered walking backwards. Oh yes, yes you have. I've seen that. <laughs> Because, you know, you got to be on it. Because if not, you turn around for like two seconds. He touched me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like having just a bunch of brothers and sisters in the room all at once. Because like mm-hmm. the arguing, the bickering, and they're in my space. And they're doing this. And they're doing that. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially I only have eight girls and 11 boys. So. No way. I haven't sat down and counted it. That's crazy. Right. 12 boys. Sorry. 12 boys. Eight girls. Boy heavy classes are hard. Mm-hmm. They they really are. Like girls tend to keep it together during lessons. Yeah. Boys tend. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like boys are just rambunctious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you know, girls are on it. Because they want right. to write and they want to learn how to do the pretty handwriting. And the boys are like, I could not care less. Yeah, they don't care. They play around. They they do everything than what they're supposed to be doing. The developmental differences between the two is actually kind of funny to me. Yeah. 
It's like you have you have a little know it all in your room. I love her. <laughs> I know exactly I'm, what you're talking about. Yeah, I love I her. her. Oh my gosh, I love her to death. She um that girl, she's got some sass in her, but um she she wants to keep everybody right and ready, okay? Yeah, I like to I like to call her the mama of the oh. classroom because she does. She's and she, I mean, she, somebody does something wrong, like that's another thing. Kindergarten, they tattle on the littlest things. I can't even and, imagine. And you tell them, okay, you go over a difference between tattling and telling a thousand oh. times, and then you tell them, are you tattling or telling? Oh, I'm telling. Um, <laughs> no, you're tattling. Oh, you're what? tattling, not telling. Nobody's hurt. Matthew McConaughey is not walking through this door. So right. <laughs> don't interrupt the lesson. <laughs> oh, let me tell you a Matthew McConaughey story. <laughs> so last year, last year I told my fifth graders that because I was so tired of them, like coming up to my table during small groups. I'm like, you are in fifth grade. You know better. Is Matthew McConaughey walking through that door? And they were like, Miss Walker, who? Excuse <laughs> me? You don't know the world's prettiest man in the world? <laughs> and they were like, how do you spell that? McConaughey? <laughs> because at this point, they already had their devices. And I was like, I'm not answering this. Just know that unless it is a major issue, quit, you know, um, interfering. So I had a kid go home and ask their parent who that was. And they looked him up and he came, he comes back the next day and he goes, Miss Walker. What? Why on earth do you think Matthew McConaughey is good looking? Oh and I was like, because he is. Like, I was trying to justify. <laughs> He's like, he is way too old for you, Miss Walker. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was looking and I was like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> Young enough to know better. Okay. <laughs> Touche. Thank you. So, so I changed it to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Which they probably all know who he is now if they've seen the Barbie movie. So, Right. Yeah. But yeah, the, the interruptions That's are... That's hilarious. And don't yeah. ever, when you said about age, don't ever ask a kindergartner how old you are. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm 70, 80. What? Xander goes up and down. Like one day he'll be like, you're six. The next day you're 65. I know. It's like, no. <laughs> I know I got gray hair going on. <laughs> no. Not even close. He's so funny. And I think he thinks that your height has to do with your age. Oh, jeez, I would be in trouble. <laughs> because, okay, if there's anybody who's taller than me, they're automatically older than me. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, that works for me because I'm short, so I'll be young right? forever. <laughs> right? It's hilarious. Kindergartners are just funny. They're, I mean, they're just funny. They are funny. Like I said, you never know. Every day is different. They're, it's not the same. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys keep straight faces. Like, we sit at home and just constantly laugh at the things that come out of Xander's mouth. Trust me, I want to. Sometimes I have to turn around and it's like, do you think that's funny? Because it's not. And then inside <laughs> me, it's like, yeah, that kind of was actually really funny. 
Alexander's new thing. I don't, I have no idea where he picked this up. He goes, oh, brother. And I'm like, does somebody say that in class? Because it's everything you say is, oh, brother. That's too funny. It is Who knows? He probably picked it up somewhere. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) He's hilarious, though. So, yeah, kindergarten's a whole new breed. Um, So is coaching. Uh, We're going to save the update on coaching for another night um, or another episode. It's night when we record. People don't know that, probably. Um, But... Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked that you're going to be my co-host. Me too. I was honored you asked me. Well, I mean, could I ask anybody else? Right. <laughs> I think our conversations, though, I mean, we could talk forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we just come up with stuff. And this is how I think our best thinking is done. I think that's how we are as people. It's like when we're talking, we kind of think through and like, I don't know the right word for it. Like, I sound like one of those uh, teeny boppers, like, um, like, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. We, we like do our thought, like we think through it. Right. Yeah. We process everything. That's the word. And we even do that off camera, even in our normal daily lives. That's how we our whole conversations are like that. Yeah. You're, you're my soundboard. Yes. Yeah. So the whole idea for this season is that we're going to reach out and we're going to find some people to interview and um, we'll both interview them and see what it is that they wish people would know about their job and maybe like bring to light some of the things um, that maybe other people don't know about their job. Um, And I actually, while, while I'm sitting here thinking about it, um, some of the things that people don't understand about teaching in general, like I'm not going to get into the coaching part, but in teaching, um, is the paperwork behind stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you have a student, Christine, that you think needs help, what's, what's that process? <laughs> you saw that big old binder. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I applaud your binder. Thank, thank you. Yes. So if a kid needs extra help, there's, a, like you said, there's a lot of paperwork. First of all, you know, you, you have to test them to figure out exactly where it is that you need to start. So like, obviously for kindergarten, it's going to be a lot easier than it may be in the other grades. Um, Cause usually kindergarten is always letters and letter sounds. Um, Cause that's of course where you got to start because that's right. how you learn to read. Yeah. So um that's that's always obviously where I start and then you know gradually if they get better then you got to go into the blending and the segmenting CBC words so you just kind of yeah but learning to read is not just picking up a book and sound it out they have to learn the parts to be able to sound it out right and just like actually I had um it's not here what people should know um actually had a conference with the parent the other day and she's like yeah my my son's on his on a second grade reading level I said yeah I agree he's you know he's a really good reader I said but um you know his his comprehension isn't quite where it should be yet I said you know he's in kindergarten and she's like well um you know 
you, I read a book to him and ask him questions. He knows. I said, right, that's listening comprehension. But if he picks up a book and reads it independently, he can't tell me what the story is about. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know that there was a difference between listening and reading comprehension. I said, oh, 110%. There's yeah. Yeah. And there's so many parts to learning to read and understanding it that it's it's funny because I think a lot of people think, oh, they go to school and they read a book and they answer questions, read a book and they answer questions. They have no idea the thought process behind what the questions are, right? right? Like they they don't they don't realize that I have to look at a benchmark that says this kid needs to know why the author chose to write this article. Right. I mean, that's a hard concept for an adult, much less exactly. a kid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just read and answer questions. <laughs> right. So yeah, but to answer your question, it's the process to start would be to focus on, you know, the letters and letter sounds and, you know, and there's a lot of data that you have to show, especially if a kid is retained, because it's a big process. Yeah. Well, you have to show that they did not make progress at all, all year. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to document every time you meet with that kid. You have to document every time you assess that kid. You have to document every conversation you have with a parent. Um, and it has to be on paper and online because you never know what's going to happen online. Um, and just just the sheer amount of conferences alone. Because conferences don't happen during the school day, do they? No. No. <laughs> Those are happening outside of school hours. And I hate that. I I, I wish that it didn't have to be that way, but... That's the world we live in, right? And that's another thing that parents don't understand. It's like, well, I work. What do you think I'm doing? (laughs) Right. We work too. And when you're asking us to stay until 6 p.m., we're really working overtime. Right. And not getting paid, you know, like the average job you would get overtime. Not us. Yeah. And I, I, so let's go ahead and dispel this myth then too. Um, We work. 10 months a year mm-hmm. we get paid for 10 months the money we're getting over the summer is not free money no. we worked for it somebody took part of our paycheck and put it in a savings account which i don't even know how that's legal but that's what they do yes. and then they give us portions of it throughout the summer to be able to pay us right and, and that's are- how we get paid for um Thanksgiving and Christmas and yep we're not just getting those times off they're giving the kids that time off um but you know we're 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 getting paid for that through our holdback right yeah and a lot of people don't see oh well you get paid no no not really this money I've already earned And there are, I I did some research, there are some counties that don't do it that way. They give you what you earned for that 10 months, and then they offer you things to do over the summer to make more money. Or they just ask that you, like, here's your money, do what you with, with it, what you will. Some people get other, other jobs, and some people save their own money, which I kind of like that idea because then I could put it in a savings account that I'd make interest on, but... Right. I like that idea, too. And I know... My dad, when he taught up in Indiana, that was a choice he got to do. He could 
get paid all through the summer or <coughs> I'm sorry, or just for the 10 months. Yeah. Well, and you know, we all think that, you know, the grass is greener in a different area, but it may not be. So while something looks and sounds like a great idea in theory, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But oh, edit that out too. <laughs> okay. Um, so you know, I'm just saying these are things that people don't realize. And I feel like, you know, if I were to be looking into the education field again, I would want to know the ins and outs. I want to know the good, bad, and the ugly. Because some of this stuff was just, we just figured it out as we went. Right. Yes, very true. Yeah, they I don't know. teach you in college. <laughs> no, they were, I, I tell people this all the time. What you learn in college is how to BS your way through a paper, but. Yes, and the <laughs> lesson plans, oh my we gosh. We did, what, 30, 40-page lesson plans back then? Yes, yes, and now I have, like, my lesson plans are, like, two pages. For a whole week. Right, yeah, for a whole week. And our lesson plans were like 30, 40 pages for a lesson. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Well, and they had us writing them in a way that like if a sub were to pick it up, they could read what would needed to be said and like literally right. everything. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing that now. <laughs> right. So, yeah, um, I I did like it because it made me think about things, but it never prepared me to look at a standard and decide what that standard was telling me to do. Right. And that's really what they should be teaching you. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, things are always going to change and you can't like change your curriculum constantly. But in the field of education, when standards and benchmarks change every three years. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it probably would be a good idea, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, friend. We're coming to the end of this lovely episode, and we will be back next week. Um, and we're gonna dive deeper into somebody, somebody's position. Um, I'm gonna be real with you and say this job is kicking my behind, and my uh, creative juices are not quite flowing at the moment. So we're tired, but we still. We enjoy doing this, and so we wanted to bring an episode to you guys, and I thank you so much for listening. Um, Like I said, we're going to bring somebody to you. We're going to dive deeper into this crazy world of education. Um, I want to get as many different positions as possible to talk to. So how do you feel about it, Christine? I like it, you know, because we've talked about this before. Like, we never know what other people are going through, what they do. You know, it's like, oh, well, they're just a janitor. No, they're not just a janitor. They keep our school clean. Like, there's other parts to what people do that we don't see. So I'm super, super excited. Yeah, and I think it goes back to, I just, I really looked at putting things into perspective. And if some, I was in somebody else's shoes, how would I feel and what would I think? And I think if the world started doing that a little bit more, we would have a really compassionate, empathetic world and people would be a lot happier. Right. I agree. I agree. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much. Um, Teachers Pay Teachers is rocking and rolling. I've got sources out there for all different grade levels. 
Um, we will be uploading an episode every Friday for now until we decide we're not going to for season four. <laughs> um, and check out all of the social medias, uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and um, leave a comment or uh, like this episode if you love the fact that Christine is on board as a co-host. And we thank you. We love you. Subscribe, like, things, and we'll see you next episode. Bye, Bye guys. guys.